I can look forward and I know even looking back now, a lot of things I struggled with in the past, it's like, I just have to rejoice. I can give thanks yeah. to the Lord and I can praise Him and see His mercy throughout all these different strands in my life. Hi everyone, welcome back to the Good Earth Podcast. My name is Zach Carpenter and today I'm here with Michael Boschlinger. Hi everyone, it's good to be back. Looking forward to another opportunity to get into the Word of God together. And Jake Martin is also here with us. Thanks guys for listening. Happy to be back. And so last week we kind of got into 1 Thessalonians chapter 4 and the will of God, and that is your sanctification. And so this week we're going to be getting into some topics in 1 Thessalonians 5. That's right. So I want to read a few of our key verses, and this is towards the end of 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. I'm going to be starting at verse 16. Verse 16 says, Always rejoice, unceasingly pray, in everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. So here we have um, another statement. This is the will of God in Christ Jesus for us. Mm -hmm. So we saw last week that the will of God is our sanctification. Here, in these verses, we have a practical way to apply or to experience mm -hmm. this sanctification. And it is in our rejoicing, our praying, and our giving thanks. However, it's really interesting, the Apostle Paul here says, always, unceasingly, in everything. That's right. Those are pretty uh, daunting words if you consider all things, everything. That doesn't leave much room for anything else. I don't know, Jake, how you feel about that? Yeah, it's tough. I mean, I think we can all point to experiences that we've had, especially even recently in the pandemic, mm -hmm. um, classes being on Zoom. It's not easy. So if you want to always rejoice and unceasingly pray, especially if you want to be genuine with the Lord, it's a little tough. Because if we're honest, uh, Lord Jesus, I don't, I don't appreciate Zoom that much. I would rather see people in person. Um, but one thing, I've, I've just been kind of practicing this. When I, when I have something like that, you know, like Zoom for me, that's, that's really one struggle that I have. I really don't like to be on Zoom for everything, especially having fellowship with other believers. It takes away some of the sweetness. Mm -hmm. So, you know, if I, I'm really real with the Lord, I have to tell him first, Lord, I, I'm not a big fan of having fellowship on Zoom. But thank you. Thank you. We can still come together. Thank you. Uh, I can still rejoice with other brothers and sisters. I think you have to start like that. You got to be honest with the Lord about how you really feel first. Right. Otherwise, you know, it could just be words. You can say thank you and in your heart, there's no thank you. But yeah, just start, start with where you're, where you're actually at and then let that turn you mm -hmm. to the Lord himself who can work out that genuine thank you and praise. Yeah, that's really good. And there's this verse in uh, Peter. I don't remember if it's first or second Peter. Which one is it? <laughs> you called me out. I don't but anyway, not, either, not terribly yeah. important. But uh, it says 
in, in this matter of pouring out these feelings to the Lord, you know, it says, cast all your anxieties on him for it matters to him concerning you. So the Lord in his love for us can really care for us in this way. You know, he knows how we feel, but if we open to him and pour out to him, we can really experience him in an intimate way. That's good. And so, yeah, I know like Jake was talking about in the current situation with pandemic, it's not always easy, like praise the Lord for this isolation. You know, it's like, (laughs) it's not, it's not an easy thing um, to be isolated, to be alone, to have to do everything online. But I like what Jake was talking about with, you know, we have to start just really pouring out these feelings to the Lord. And I think one thing in my experience that has really helped me too is just having the faith, you know, that through these different things, the Lord is going to gain something. And so mm. we're, we, we recognize the current situation we're in, right? And, but we're looking forward to what, what we will gain out mm. of that situation. Mm. And, you know, and there's always a certain point, you know, that we make that turn and it might be <laughs> earlier or later. It depends. But yeah. I think one, one example that I'm thinking of is uh, with Joseph in Genesis. And, you know, Joseph, his brothers, you know, threw him in the pit. Um, they were jealous of him, threw him in there to die. And he was picked up and put into slavery. But eventually God used that situation and he ended up becoming Pharaoh's right-hand man. And <laughs> he was doing all these different things. And so it even says, I'll just read a couple of verses here in Genesis uh, 50, when Joseph's brothers came to meet him again, you know, they felt so bad. And uh, in response to this, this, Joseph said, and Joseph said to them, this is verse 19 in Genesis 50, do not be afraid for I am in the place, of, for am I in the place of God, mm. even though, you intended evil against me. God intended it for good to do as it is this day to preserve alive a numerous people. And so Joseph, you know, he had, (laughs) he realized that even though he went through all these struggles and his brothers had done all these different things to him, you know, he, he realized he's like, brothers, like, don't worry, even though you intended for this, this evil on me, you know, God, God used it for something marvelous, for something good. So this has been really helpful in my experience. You know, I can look forward and I know even looking back now, a lot of things I struggled with in the past, it's like, I just have to rejoice. I can give thanks to the Lord and I can praise him and see his mercy throughout all these different strands in my life. Wow. That's what's so wonderful about Joseph is at that point, I mean, you got to believe he really, he really saw that and experienced that. Mm -hmm. He could say absolutely from his heart. You guys, you put me in the pit to kill. You had a heart to kill me. Right. You're jealous of me. You didn't like me, but now That's you're right. here, and I can genuinely say, praise God. He worked this out for good, and he he wept and he fell on their neck and kissed them affectionately. Yeah. His heart was not at all like caught up in what they did to him. That's right. And who knows how many years it took him to to arrive at that. The word doesn't record what kind of conversations that Joseph had with God. It doesn't record what he said in the pit. He, he probably, when he first threw in the, was thrown in the pit, wasn't saying, praise God, hallelujah, my brothers left me here to die. Thank you, Lord. You know? So, you know, sometimes uh, it, it's a process to, to get there. Or I, I thought of Jacob also. Jacob, he loved a woman named Rachel, 
Mm-hmm. And he worked seven years for her father to obtain her as a bride for himself. And the day finally came after those seven years, and he went into his, his room to whom he thought was Rachel, and he woke up and he found out it was her sister, Leah, who he wasn't attracted to and didn't appreciate. And in that moment, I'm sure he wasn't saying, praise God, I, got, I wanted Rachel, but I got Leah. Thank you, Lord. But it, it, took, it took time. It took time for eventually Jacob said that God had shepherded him, shepherded him all the days of his life. That's right. So there's this verse in Romans 8, 28. It says that all things work together for good. Joseph arrived at that conclusion eventually, and so did Jacob. But I think this verse, we have to, uh, the Lord has to bring us into an experience of this verse where, where we really could say, Everything that I'm struggling with, God really does intend that for good. Yeah, that's a good verse that many have a hard time with. If you understand good to be pleasant circumstances. Mm. Um, But like we've been seeing through this fellowship, um, God alone is good. And God's entering into our situation coming even in the midst of very difficult situations to gain something in us becomes a conclusion wonderful Mm. or thank you Mm. or hallelujah this is perfect that doesn't come just by you know mustering up the strength but to go back to Peter, 1 Peter chapter 2, it talks about tasting that the Lord is good. And then it follows coming to him. So as, as, as we can all uh, be quite honest, we don't start first with always rejoicing, unceasingly right. praying, and right. in everything giving yeah. thanks. We start where we're we're not happy, we're not content, we're not satisfied, we wish situations were different. However, we're believers, mm-hmm. and we come to Him in the midst of what is not our, our desire or not the outcome we were expecting. We come to Him, and in coming to Him, in turning our heart from that situation to the Lord himself, we have a new and fresh experience of tasting Mm -hmm. that the Lord himself is good. And he is our rejoicing. He is our thankfulness. And we even surprise ourselves that he becomes our genuine thankfulness. Mm -hmm. As we direct our heart to him, we taste his goodness and his goodness becomes in us. Thank you, Lord. What this situation was is no longer my reaction or no longer my conclusion. You have become my thankfulness. You have become even my ability to rejoice 
and I'm not expecting the situation to change. <laughs> That's just amazing. And I think in small ways or maybe in big ways, even all of us here and you all listening, we, we've, we've tasted the Lord has become good to us and in his goodness, we find ourselves able to genuinely say thank you. And those experiences need to increase mm-hmm. so that we would arrive at the will of God, mm-hmm. that we would be always rejoicing, unceasingly praying, and in everything giving thanks. Yeah, that's so wonderful. And, you know, I've really enjoyed all this fellowship today, and I don't have much more to say because I think I've just been so enjoying it so much. So I think we can just end here, and um, you can join us next week as we get transitioned to Second Thessalonians. As always, Tuesday nights, 8.30, and I'll put the Zoom information in the description. We hope to see you there.